Surf life-saving, such an important part of our summer holidays, well, all year round, in fact, but they seem to become more prevalent because we all go to the beach in the summer, and we are joined now by a bit of a legend in surf life-saving, Waipu Cove Club captain, Kath Manning joins me now. G'day, Kath. Kia ora, Mark. How are you? Excellent. How long have you been surf life-saving? How long have you been involved in this caper? Um, I'm relatively fresh, only about 10 years. Came in as a um, junior surf parent. Ah. Started coaching the kids and thought this was a bit of fun, so stuck around. People that people that live coastally, um, the kids seem to be able to gravitate towards that because it's such a cool thing for teenagers to do, and it's part of their community. Um, do you do you have uh, recruitment issues? I guess you could say. Um, at Waipu Cove, we're, we're pretty strong. We've got a really beautiful community that gets behind us and the whole primary school seems to um, sign up every summer and we have a lot of um, uh, holiday visitors and campers that um, have a go as well. Uh, so we're, we're pretty lucky. We've got good numbers, um, but we're always looking for more volunteers and people to get involved. As you say, it's an awesome um, activity for teenagers and they really get a lot yeah, I, I like the social aspect of it, but it's got a serious aspect to it as well. And and I see just recently at Waipu Cove you had something called the Rookie Surf Lifeguard Camp. I like the sound of it. Can you tell us what went on? Yeah, so um, the Rookie program is designed to kind of be a bridge between the juniors from age 4 to sort of 12, 13 to when they can qualify as lifeguards at 14. Um and so we thought, well, why not invite all the Northland clubs to come and join us instead of just our, I don't know, we had about 10 of our own rookies. So they're all about 13 years old. Um, so in the end, we had about 42 from all around Northland, far wow. north to Mungfai. And yeah, we got stuck in. We did some ocean swim training. That's obviously a key part to surf life saving. Um, they got to have a go at rescues on the boards and the boats in the... Um, just with our tube and fins. Um, we got them on the rocks. Sometimes we have swimmers or um, people get into trouble on rocks. So it's good for them to be familiar and comfortable around rocks. Um, yeah, and then they just they got to know each other. We did some lots of first aid and CPR training. They did was then put it into practice with some pretend scenarios. We scattered some victims all around the camp, and they had to go and find them and report back on the radio, and then. Um, try and deal with the condition that they'd just learned about and treated and then try and bring them back on a stretcher. So it was all quite um, full-on and interactive and they all had a lot of fun and went home buzzing. Yeah, I bet, I bet. And uh, as I mentioned, it's such a a crucial and unfunded organisation in New Zealand. Uh, You rely on a lot of charity work and that sort of thing, but... um, our beaches get loaded. Our beaches get loaded. And I'm, what are some of the mistakes? What are some of the things that people could do to help to help themselves and prepare themselves for a, for a family holiday away? And I, the the obvious one is you got to swim between the flags because that's where you got you guys are looking. But in your experience, what what are some of the simple mistakes that people make? Yeah, well, it's just sometimes people. Um, forget to just use their brain and make some sensible decisions. So kind of going with that instinct, um, listening to yourself and, you know, if there's signs, read the signs. 
Um, don't just hang your towel over the sign. Um, you know, talk to the lifeguards if there are if you are choosing a lifeguard at beach, which is the ideal. Um, come and have a chat. Ask about the conditions. Ask about you know what what's going on because things do change. Um, there is also a website that you can use called Safe Swim. So that tells you which beaches are lifeguarded and what the local hazards are and whether it's the water quality, the weather, it's got everything on it. Um, so that's a good kind of first step. Um, but a lot of times people just um, kind of overestimate their ability and they kind of think they're a bit more capable than they are. Maybe they don't even know how to swim or they don't know how to float, um, but they still think they can go and swim out the back and not kind of between the flags and get stuck in rips. Like sometimes we have to put flags between two rips. So if you swim just outside the flags, you know, you're, you're at risk. Um, so we do a lot of preventative work to try and get people to um, just make sensible decisions and trust their instincts. You know, if you've got that little bit of doubt in your mind, just don't go out. Mm. You know, if you, you, your body's telling you, look, I haven't been for a swim for a while. Um, I'm just not sure about this. These, these waves look really big. Um, you know, they, they can, it, the ocean is um, can be an unforgiving place, so really listen to your instincts, and if you're in doubt, um, stay out. Um, the obvious other one is looking after each other, so keep a close watch on your kids. Um, keep an eye on your mates. Just don't ever think about going anywhere alone, whether it's surfing or swimming or boogie boarding or whatever. Um, there's been a lot of instances where people have gone out alone and they've had an injury um, which may not have actually killed them but um, because they were alone um, they were unable to have help and so they you know, got into trouble that way so um, yeah and obviously if you do see someone that is in trouble know how to get help so if you're with lifeguards tell them but if you're um, at a place where there are no lifeguards or out of season or whatever, um, you can call 111 and the police um, have a direct line to serve lifeguards. Mm. What was that website? Swim Safe. Is that what you said? Safe Swim. Safe Swim. Safe Swim. Okay, people, I urge you to do that because um, you've just got that extra layer of protection, which I think is great. And we always say swim between the flags. Is it true that if you do get caught in a rip, let it take you? Yep, yep. The advice these days is um, to try and follow the three R's. So relax and float, raise your hand and ride the rip. Mm. Reason being, sometimes it can be a bit confusing when you're in a rip and it's taking you places and you're not really sure. Sometimes they can be on a diagonal, sometimes they're straight out. So if you try and um, you know swim against it or swim anywhere, you might end up swimming in the wrong direction and try and swim against it so they just kind of if you let it take you it'll just take you out past the back of the breaking wave and often circle you back in anyway yeah but it's that panic that gets people you know the rips can be scary because they're taking you place you don't want to be and out of your depth but if you can relax and just float it will just circle you back or you can then swim aside once you realize what's going on but as soon as you panic it becomes a bit of a vicious cycle and you can take on water and um, 
you know, it can be a scary thing, but if you can manage to relax and float, you'll be all good. Mm. Well, um, Kath, awesome to chat to you today. And thanks, thanks for everything you're doing and inspiring the youngsters to carry on the wonderful tradition we've got of surf lifesaving in New Zealand. I think I think it's great, and it just it just gives you a little bit of assuredness when you arrive at a beach and you see the red and yellow flags. It's just that little bit more of insurance. But I think the key point I've taken from you is don't overestimate your ability. You know, just stay within your realm of um, capability in the water. Eh? Absolutely. Cheers, mate. Um, really appreciate the chat today. No worries. Thanks, Mark.